1: On Diamondbacked Podcast, you're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24 at myportfolio.com. On um, there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we got a jam-packed pod. As always, we're going to be talking about the D-backs. First-round selection, Jordan Lawler, and talk about what he can bring to the D-backs over the next few years. A little scouting report. Then we got part two of the crossover of Paul Holden of Lockdown Rockies, where we discuss Trevor Story trade destinations, and we talk about the Home Run Derby. So, whole lot I want to talk to you guys about today, but first... It's MLB draft season, and the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast is covering every future star of the MLB. Host Arm Layton brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let's jump right into that conversation where... It's just me. I forgot I'm not tossing it to the to the crossover just. yet. it's just me here, so let's talk about Jordan Lawler. I thought I was tossing it to the Lockdown Rockies podcast, but I'm not. It's still me here. We're going solo still. Let's talk about yeah, let's talk a little Jordan Lawler, the D-backs number 6 overall selection in the 2021 MLB draft. Uh let's just say it out loud. It's pretty weird to have the MLB draft in the middle of the season. I guess it's good that's at the MLB All-Star break, but this draft should be at the end of the year. I was so confused when I heard the draft was uh, uh, this weekend because I forgot it was going to be in July. I forgot I was in the middle of the season because I was like, oh, D-backs are going to get the number one pick and take Jack Leiter from Vanderbilt, the pitcher, Al lighter son. But then I was like, oh, wait, they actually won't be able to because – the draft that's happening this season is from last season. The D-backs' current selection is from last season, even though the draft is taking place in the middle of the next season. It's it just way too confusing. So I don't like that with the MLB draft. Do it at the end of the year. I know that messes up with college a little bit, but look, it, it just looks, it just makes way more sense than the way they're doing it now. But let's forget about that. Let's talk about Jordan Lawler, the number six overall player taken in the MLB draft he's coming from uh, Jesuit prep high school in Dallas Texas Texas guy considered a five still shortstop and gets compared to Bobby Witt Jr. a lot the number two overall pick by the Royals in 2019 Lawler was the number three prospect heading into the draft and now he he basically fell to the D-backs at number six the top two prospect were considered to be Jack Leiter, number one, son of Al Leiter, pitcher from Vanderbilt, and Marcelo Meyer, a high school shortstop from, uh, not too sure where he's from, but he went number four to the Red Sox. So D-backs got a huge steal, Lawler, and this is a guy who won Texas's Gatorade Player of the Year after hitting four twelve with six home runs and 37 RBIs in 36 games, even stole 32 bases as well. So This guy has a little bit of speed, and he's super young. Hopefully, he signs with the D-backs because he is committed to play at Vanderbilt University. So, we know Vanderbilt is a stud school. That's where some of the best prospects come out of. I mean, just look at Jack Leiter and Kumaro Rocker. I mean, Kumar Rocker. Those two are, are, are absolute studs. They're going to be elite pitchers, and they both are coming from the same program. Lawler probably would have been still a top five pick. Uh, In a couple seasons when he came out. But now we're getting a guy at number six overall who has that kind of potential. Only 18 turns 19 in a week. So this dude is a flat out baby. And he's got a lot of skills to bring to the table. Considered a five tool prospect. So I guess not skills, but tools is the word to use in baseball. According to scouts, we know Lawlers compared to Bobby Wood Jr. a lot. And even though Bobby Wood Jr. had louder tools and Add more advanced tools. That's because Bobby Witt Jr. is the son of a guy who played almost two decades in Major League Baseball. With that being said, Jordan Lawler being compared to Bobby Witt Jr., I'll let you know how good of a player Lawler is. He's more polished of a hitter than Witt was at this stage. His swing is quick it's compact and he did strike out more than expected as a senior but even that uh, even that being said he has a mature patient approach to the plate which is which is very important because we're just seeing way too many three true outcome guys and jordan lawler seems like the kind of dude that's not going to be that he seems like he he's going to have some power some pop but he's also going to have some speed be able to swipe some bases good contact hitter actually care about the pitches, take some pitches, and try to draw some walks What we don't see enough of. D-backs really need players that are patient at the plate and that are able to get on base. Not enough D-backs players with high OBP, so Jordan Lawler could definitely help in that area. He has a great knack for going inside out on balls to right field which is for a guy who is uh let me see what is he he's a righty so being a righty and able to go inside outside to the opposite field uh great as well for the d-backs need more guys that could do that need more guys with opposite field power the d backs don't have a lot of that yeah six foot two he's got good bat speed As he continues to build strength and put on muscle to his frame because, again, he's only 18 years old. We should see that power uh, just tick up just a little bit. He's still not a huge power guy right now, but it's definitely something that you could see being a strength of his. And for Jordan Lawler, one of the big things about his game that's really important to helping this D-backs team eventually in the future is that plus speed that he has on the bases and in the field. We saw the D-backs just traded Timmy LaCastro, and by the time this dude, Jordan Lawler, is ready, I mean, Timmy LaCastro might be out the league, but he's got an above-average speed on the bases in the outfield. I mean, if you want to compare Jordan Lawler to some of the other guys in the D-back system, Lawler ran a 60-yard dash in 6.45 seconds at 185 pounds. In the 2020 Perfect Game Showcase, Corbin Carroll did the same thing by running a 6 3-3 3-3 at 165 pounds and Alec Thomas ran a six six three, had 3 at 175 pounds so Jordan is a lot closer to Carroll in terms of speed than Alec Thomas I we consider Alec Thomas a speed guy we consider Corbin Carroll a speed guy and as the Lawler starts to put on probably close to 200 pounds I mean he's probably going to put on 10 pounds. I mean, he's at 185 right now. If he puts on 10 pounds, that's 195. So he's probably going to be around 200. And I think he could still be around 200 pounds and still be a 30 bag kind of guy and still be a 20 home run kind of guy. This is a guy with potential 25, 25 kind of stuff, maybe 30, 30 kind of stuff. And he's a true hitter. He's a true contact hitter. He understands the strike zone, a simple and effective swing. He just needs to improve that uh, he just needs to improve on turning on balls a little bit more. Already got that opposite field power, but if he can start to pull balls uh, so uh, a little bit better too, bring that power down the line some as well, then he'll be spraying it to all fields with the speed he has to lay down bunts and go from first to thirds on uh, balls hit to the right field or score from second easily on shallow singles. I mean, this guy is just going to be in position to score all the time. He's going to be one of the main run scoring guys on this D-backs team in a few years. I think this is a really exciting choice for the D-backs. They got a super talented guy who probably shouldn't have been there at six, but he was for the Arizona Dimebacks. Now, the question is, what's his ETA? We don't know that. We have to figure out how the service time is going to change in the next CBA, but right now, he'll probably put him down for 2024, three years from now. 18 right now, going to be 19 next week, maybe at 22, 23 years old, we see a Jordan Lawler. And by that time, he should be a little bit more crisp, a little bit more polished around the edges. I think Lawler is going to be one of the better D-backs players right now. He's getting comps to Justin Upton in terms of level of prospect he is in terms of how they project on the major league level. If he turns into a Justin Upton level player, I think that's pretty good for the D-backs. Justin Upton is not a Hall of Fame baseball player, but he's an all-star caliber baseball player, and that means Jordan Lawler can definitely be a core piece to a potential World Series team one day. I mean, Justin Upton is still a four-time all-star, finished fourth in MVP uh, one time, and is a three-time silver slugger. Like, Justin Upton has a pretty great resume, and at one point, Justin Upton was about a, a 29 home run, 20 stolen base kind of guy. I mean, if Jordan Lawler could be anywhere close to that, batting 275 get on base about 36% of the time. Jordan Lawler is going to make a few all-star teams in his day. Now, he might not have the Hall of Fame potential, but he definitely has the potential to be an all-star a few times and definitely be a key piece to a team that brings a World Series to Arizona. Now, Paul Holden and I will talk a little Trevor's story. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Bet Online, because Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB. NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code LOCKEDON. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into the pod with Paul Holden of Lockdown Rockies.
0: As much as I want him to be on the Rockies, I root for Trevor Story, the, the athlete and wherever he goes, because I, I truly believe he's going to get paid this offseason. But it, it wouldn't surprise me if the Rockies believe that they the front office believes they could bring him back. When in reality, that I just don't think that's the case with with him being the final piece of that infield that that was there at at 20th and Blake he's not going to be the one that wants to stay around i just don't think the Rock- if if the rockies were not historically bad on the road i think his mind would be changed at this team that is at least maybe still still fighting still contending but there's something going on and and as much as i don't want to as much as i think it could happen if the rockies throw 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 the bag at him which they might cuz they've seen you know They've shown that they, that they'll pay some players. They'll end up trading them away a couple of years into the contract that they sign them to, but uh, they're, they're not afraid to open up the, the, the wallet for, for players they know and love, but they're definitely not going to go out. They've, they're not going to go out and get those free agent splashes, which doesn't make any sense to me. I can see the argument that pitchers don't want to come to course field, but I'd find it hard to believe a hard hitting right fielder doesn't want to go play out there and, and run down some balls and, and play 82 games in Colorado.
1: Yeah, that should be an offensive player's dream is to go play in Coors Field. But I got a fun kind of question for you. What team would you most like to see him get traded to if
0: Trevor Story did get traded? And what team would you like to see him least get traded to? I would love to see him on the A's or the Blue Jays, where he can go and join those younger teams that have some cool stuff. Maybe the White Sox, but I was hearing stuff where the White Sox would make him play second base, and I just don't think that's a good idea. He would be cool, but... I'm not a big Larusa guy. I don't. I think he's not the right fit for how fun the White Sox are and can be. But I, I think it would just be cool for Trevor Story to go to a club and help elevate them and make them make a run and really, you know, be the piece that finally lets Oakland break through and, and make another run, or joins Blady there and Bo Bichette in, in in Toronto and make some noise, hitting bombs with those guys. I, I think those teams would be the fun, uh, the most fun and. I I just don't need, I just don't need a Yankees pickup for more people. You know, on the, I I just don't need those teams. I, I just hope he goes somewhere fun. Like that, that was a, un, like one thing where it was when Tulo got traded, it was like, you know, Blue Jays are like, that's a more exciting team. And that's when, <laughs> Now the Cardinals, like for the love of, of all, please don't yeah. line up that Trevor story and Nolan are going to share the left side of the infield in another teams uniform this year, that would be an absolute nightmare. I've seen some people say that, but I, I don't no. think that's, that's going to happen or anything like that because don't they Cardinals have some young shortstop that they're all about. Right. Uh, Paul DeJong maybe isn't, I, I can't remember, but anyway, I, Cardinals, I kind of blocked out and I don't want to pay too much attention to, cause I'm like the salty X there, but yeah, I, it would be really fun for him to, to go. I speak, I think especially to an American league team where sometimes he could just DH if they wanted to, but he's going to be a threat. Cause he, you, you nailed it on the head. I mean, he is fast. He is he's super versatile and, and he's great on he's on. And in my opinion, the, the shortstop position is so good. He's that that's what makes him underrated on defense. Cause he is a, he is a, very very good defender as well yeah uh,
1: and look I don't want the Cardinals to get him either I mean they, they poach my team of my best player as well so I, I feel your pain there they're just poaching these NL West teams of their best players how about they go for you know the top teams in the NL West go poach the Mookie Betts or something or Cody yeah. Bellinger go coach uh go poach like Kevin Gosman stop taking you know we, we need players out here on the D-backs and Rockies you got to help us out but uh yeah, well, we'll see what happens with Trevor Story. So he's going to be in that home run derby coming up. And who knows, this could be the last big stage for him in a Colorado Rockies uniform. We'll see. I mean, according to you, it sounds like he could be there through the all-star break. So how are you going to, you know, handle the home run derby? Are you going to treat it like it's the last time on a big stage in a Rockies uniform? Or are you just going to kind of think of it like a, another mundane day?
0: You, you know, I, I and I treat it sounds cliche, but I do treat every day that Trevor story still on the team is as, as a treat because Henry as after Nolan was traded, I was like, Trevor, if the team if the season starts bad, Trevor's gone, immediately. Like they're, they'll move on. And and that's what I thought. But then the GM steps down, it's all interim, it's all fluid. So yeah, I, in reality, this will be the big, I think a, I'm so, so ecstatic. I was hoping that this was going to happen, especially because this was exactly it. If it does happen, at least the Rockies fans that will be there, they're going to be outnumbered let's be honest. Um, but I, I, I think it is going to be a big celebration for a lot of Rockies fans. And, and, and I'm going to put it out there and, you know, bias there. I think he's a dark horse for the, to, to make a run with this thing. I know Gala, I know it's going to be tough. I mean, the, the home run derby field is stacked, but that's what Trevor story does. I mean, I know he's not doing it this year, but that's how he broke into the league was hitting home runs. That's what he does.
1: Yeah. And I'm looking at that Troy to Lewicki deal. Uh, the, the trade they guys made with the blue Jays. I mean, I don't think you guys got pack much of anything in return it looks like you got jose reyes back miguel castro and a couple of young guys i don't think that deal worked out for you guys so definitely did do better than what he did for too he definitely had his health concerns but I mean, Trevor's story is right in the prime of his career, and he hasn't shown any uh, health concerns either. So I definitely think he could get more than too low. And yeah, like you're saying with that home run derby, I know everyone's going to go for Otani, and they probably should. I mean, he yeah. might be the most fun player in baseball, but uh, it, it's a stacked field. I would say... I don't, I don't even know. I don't even have a prediction for that because it's really anyone's ball game once you once you get there. I mean, who won it last year? Was it Pete Alonzo? Was it Vladdy who won it last
0: year? It was, I think it was Vladdy who won it. No, it was Pete Alonzo. He won in the, the overtime thing. I, th- okay. I think. I love the home run. I love the new home run derby. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun a fun night. I think that's going to be the highlight of the All Star All Star weekend is the home run derby there, and and I, and I hope Trevor Story does well. Paul
1: and I will wrap up the pod with some home run derby discussion. But did you guys know Grasshopper is only here for a limited time? It's the new Bilt Bar flavor. But what does it taste like? This is Bilt Bar's version of the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. And did you know Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. There's a flavor for everyone. And the reason why I love Bilt Bar is because I'm a health conscious guy. I'm grinding away at the gym and I have a sweet tooth. So what do I do? I eat a Bilt Bar because it tricks me. Think that I'm eating a candy bar, when in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar that's low in calorie, low in sugar, but it's high in protein and it's high in fiber, so it's great for that keto diet. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com.
0: Right, oh, all right, oh, all right. Let's get back to the pod. We are hanging out here with Miller Thomas of Locked On Diamondbacks. Going to do one more little wrap up thing and, and get ready to to get ready for another weekend full of road Rockies baseball and just a, the <laughs> 2021 Diamondbacks. Miller, what are you what are you watching that keeps you pumped up during this season? And we talked to Ramon Marquez. That's been the thing that's been great to watch is him dominate teams lately. I, I truly believe that. He might throw a no hitter this year. He, he's come very close. He, I watched him pitch a near perfect game in Seattle when he is on, he is dominant and he is fast. And that's what I love. So Ramon's been a great storyline and and some of these younger players for the Rockies or players, we were hoping to do some fun stuff. That's been some stuff that's helped uh, make the season a little bit better for Rockies fans. What, what, what makes uh, the tough pill of 2021 easier to swallow for Diamondbacks fans?
1: That question's getting tougher and tougher every day. I mean, you used to be able to say like Zach gallon or Ketel Marte, but gallon has been pretty much hurt the whole year. Ketel Marte, he's only played like 35 games. He's been elite when he's played. He's his numbers are insane this year, but it's still only like a 35 game sample size. So really, I guess the only reasons why I watch is because I get paid to. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. But uh, I guess be the young players. I mean, there's a lot of young players the D backs are throwing out there. I mean, Paven Smith was a first rounder, I believe, in 2017. Got Josh Rojas from the Zach Greinke deal, and then they're just bringing up prospects left and right, seemingly every other day. Now, I mean. Corbin Martin, J.B. Briskakis, they're pretty much unloading the farm system. We saw Stuart Fairchild, this series gives first career hit after being called up the other day as well. Number 14 prospect in the organization. So really, I guess the only thing that's keeping me tuned into these games is just the amount of young table uh amount of young talent I'm able to see and evaluate and kind of project out for the future of who should be these core pieces going forward, who needs to be the keepers, who doesn't really have it. And some of these guys we really won't know from this season because they're still so young, so raw. They don't have a lot of time under their belt. This is just a good time to make mistakes for a lot of them on a you know atrocious team, a historically bad team, this is a good time for them just to make mistakes get out all the bad habits. So when it's time to win, hopefully they're ready and, uh, you know, can live up to the challenge. But right now, I guess it's really just
0: the young talent bringing me back every day at least that I, I think that's a good silver lining. And I think especially for, for baseball fans, because yeah, see what you got, see what you need to go. And, and yeah, you're not going to expect them to, to light the world on fire with how raw. A lot of that talent is. And I think that's a, a good mindset. And I think that's a good way to carry on because the Rockies are finally doing some stuff similar. They got some young pitchers that have kind of just gotten shelled or, or really haven't bad, had bad control, but they're young. They haven't had a lot of big league experience. Why not put them there? At, you know, uh, they put Lawrence in there against the Cardinals. He blows the save and then they put him in a, a big moment still. They keep him in against Yadir Molina, pinch hitting. He gets the ground ball, double play in one of the wins. So I, I think that's, I think it's good that they're at least bringing up the players and, and giving them some experience because you're right. You, the Diamondbacks aren't going anywhere this year. Might as well get some reps. I mean, that's, and, and <laughs> just let them do, do what they got to do. But Millard, uh, I, I think we'll wrap it up there. You know, we could, it's great talking to you, but it is two teams that are you know, not setting the world on fire right now, but you know, they're still NLS rivals and it must have, it, it had to feel good to watch a winning series first time in a long time. It did. And can I get one more question in yeah, for you? Course, I just want to get course. your
1: quick thoughts on something real quick. Cause I brought this up on my pod the other day. And you're kind of in the same, uh, a similar boat as me uh, on this topic, or I don't know about your opinion, but your team is. How do you feel about every team getting an all-star representative? Do you think every team deserves
0: an all-star representative or should it just be merit-based and put in the best players into the all-star game? If you're going to have the all-star game be decided by fans, I'm okay with every team getting a rep because it is unfair for a lot of players and teams that have to compete with Astros fans, Dodger fans, Yankee fans. Mike Trout is a starter and has been hurt since. <laughs> I mean, Mike Trout's amazing and was, and was playing well, but again, he has not played in uh, over a month, I think right at this point. So yeah, that's, that's where it's like, for me, I don't get too held up in that when you're make and when you're allowing the fans to play such a massive role in the selection process when it was with, and that's where it was like, I, I had more issue with it when it decided home field advantage for, for the world series, it's kind of like, that's a pretty big decision to be letting <laughs> yeah. fans make uh, uh, their baseball. So, you know, I, for, for, in the case of this, this all stars stuff, it, I I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I don't have too much of a, of an issue, but truly though, like if you were to go and you just were, if you were going to go buy the books, this is the all star, they are selected that way. The fans aren't doing that. Then no, every team shouldn't, it should solely be these are the elite players at the positions that are there but i would make an argument that herman marquez fits that bill though i i think even though he's the lone rockies rep i i think he's he's he had a, a rocky you uh, had a, a tough start to the year but I, I think he's uh he's really come alive and and had a great uh, uh middle of the season yeah Herman marquez has definitely been an all-star caliber
1: pitcher there's been some Really good pitchers, though that's been left off this All Star roster. I just feel like it should just be the best players there. I mean, like you said, back when it was deciding the World Series, I mean, would you not want the best players in the right. game then? I don't want just random guys from random teams just because we have to put one in. I love Eduardo Escobar, but I don't know if a, a 285 OBP is getting it done for me in
0: the All Star. Why is Chapman? Uh, why is Chapman pitching for uh, on the when he's got like a five ERA as a closer? Like you know, that's that's where it's just like, all right, I'm not gonna get too. It, it, it's clearly uh the, the popularity contest thing is the bigger issue, but it's just like that. Nah, if you're going to let the fans decide, then it's obvious that those major markets are going to stand much bigger advantage, but Millard, I'm excited for the all-star game. Uh, I'm, I'm sure just real, real quick. Who do, who, if, if who is, I know you don't have a ton of prediction, but if you were <laughs> to pick one in, in, for the Derby, who you got?
1: Oh, for one for the Derby, man. Uh, you know what? It's, Pete Alonzo's in it, right? I'm pretty sure yes, he is. I think I'm going yep. to go with him to go back to back then in the home run derby. If he did win it last year, we have to confirm that. But I do think he won it last year, but I think Vladdy had more home runs in the overall derby. I think it was some weird, weird scenario like that. Like the way the the rules worked out, he won round by round. He, he just beat the opponent ahead of him round by
0: round. But I think Vlad, he hit more home runs overall. In last yes. I, I, yeah. It was like in the round. It, it's kind of, yeah, it was a weird thing where you're, you're right. It, it was Pete Alonso versus Vlad in the marathon there um, with, with Alonzo winning um, there in, in 2019. Cause no, no derby last year. So yeah, yeah I, but I, I, I can't wait. But um.
1: that's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to today's episode. Shout out to Paul for doing the crossover. Shout out to the D-backs for taking an amazing prospect. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I think we're talking with the Locked on Auburn guy, talking a little bit about the D-back selection of a. Auburn player in the MLB draft, so we'll bring on the locked-on Auburn guy tomorrow to talk about him, Uh, not talk to him, but talk to him about the draft selection by the D-backs. We'll talk about the home run derby, of course, so stay tuned for that tomorrow, and as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces!